You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 36. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, President of Advisor Solutions. Picture this. You're in a meeting with a prospect and you feel like you're not connected. (laughs) It's not that you dislike this person, but somehow they seem to be rubbing you the wrong way. Or, Or maybe you've noticed that you seem to be rubbing them the wrong way. And you're pretty sure you're never going to get another appointment with them, much less ever have them as your client. Can you relate to this? Has this ever happened to you? Well, if so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't have a process for knowing how to hit the prospect's hot buttons and avoid their cold buttons. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've never understood how to master personality-based selling. Personality-based selling is really the art and science of identifying someone's personality type and knowing their hot buttons and knowing how to avoid their cold buttons. So what do you do? You, you really have two choices. Keep doing what you're doing and keep getting the level of success or lack of success that you've been getting. Or you could learn personality-based selling. That's what we're going to talk about today, personality-based selling. So if you're ready to learn how to identify your prospects, personality type, know their hot buttons and cold buttons to avoid, to be able to make a better connection, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to master personality-based selling? Because people tend to work with people that they like, and people tend to like people that are like them. (laughs) This holds true in any type of sales and service business. People want to connect with those people that they do business with. And it's in this personality connection that forms the basis of trust in the relationship. Think, think back to a time when you needed a product or service, but you just didn't feel comfortable buying that product or service from that person that you were speaking to. Why is that? Why do we connect with some people and we don't connect with other people? Why is it that we have that certain, certain feeling that you can trust someone, but you can't really have that certain feeling that you trust this other person? It's because you either make the advisor-client connection or you don't. It's that simple. So what we're going to do today is we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, the importance of personality-based selling, so that you understand why people connect with personality types. Second, understanding the core personality model, so that you know how to understand yourself and each of the four personality types in other people. And third, strategies for instantly making the advisor-client connection so that you know how to identify somebody's personality type, hit their hot buttons, and avoid their cold buttons to make a better connection. Now, before we jump into those three things that you're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like and your life be like if you knew exactly how to instantly connect with people? (laughs) Think about that. (laughs) Would you feel energized? Would you feel empowered? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learned? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. 
the importance of personality-based selling. Now, before we jump into the specifics of the importance of personality-based selling, I need to tell you a quick story. It's a story that happened to me when I was a rookie back in the 90s, early 90s. See, back then, I had this office that was at the end of the hall, away from everyone. But everybody could see me in my office on the phone at any given time. And I remember the top producer walked into my office and said, hey, when you get a chance, come into my office. I need to talk to you. So I dropped everything, went down to his corner office and sat down with him. And he said, okay, look. I see you at the end of the hall, and I see that you're kind of getting frustrated, and you're a little bummed out when you're on the phone, and i got to tell you something. And I said, yeah? He said, there's going to be people who are going to work with me, and they're not going to work with you. And I said, you brought me down to your office to tell me that I'm going to get rejected on the phone? (laughs) I stood up, and I started to walk out, and he said, just relax, sit down. So I sat back down, and he said, you didn't let me finish. There are going to be people who work with you who don't work with me. And I said, well, why would that be? I'm a rookie. You're, you're the top producer. And he said, well, because you can't work with everyone. Just find the people you can work with, people that are like you. Go find them. And I got up, and I went down the hall to my office and sat down. And I thought, well, that's all I have to do. And I felt good. I felt like, well, I don't want to work with anybody that isn't just like me. But what I didn't realize was that this guy, this top producer who was giving me these words of wisdom, this advice, was wrong. Dead wrong. Completely wrong. Because what he was saying to me was, you can only work with certain types of people because you're never going to change and they're never going to change and you're not going to connect with everyone. And he was wrong. And he didn't know it. (laughs) See, years ago, I was listening to a sales tape on the importance of connecting during your sales presentations. And and the author said in there, he said, there's a direct correlation between the number of types of people that you can get along with and your level of self-esteem. And to some extent, I think that's true. Self-esteem does play a large part in making what I call the advisor-client connection. But so does your self-awareness of your personality type, your what I call your core personality type in the awareness of that other person's core personality type. See, once you develop these skill sets, you can adapt your communication process to that prospect or your client, for that matter, to their personality type in order to make that what I call the advisor-client connection. See, that top producer didn't get that. He didn't know that. And later on, I found out he inherited his book from his father. So he really didn't have to make those connections. The reason why personality-based selling is so important is because it's because the personality types that you can connect with are important as well. And the more people that you can connect with, the more people will connect with you and the more people that will work with you. (laughs) Unlike that top producer that told me, go out and find the, the people that are just like you, the personality type that is just like you. I'm telling you to understand the four personality types and learn how to speak their language so that you can connect with anybody. And that's what we're going to do in this podcast. The skills are really in understanding the core personality model. And core is the acronym that I use, C-O-R-E. I'll explain that in a second. The skill set, like I said, is understanding the core personality model, but more importantly, to implementing the steps to make those connections. And get this, that is what we're going to do 
next. Understanding the core personality model. What we're going to do right now is we're going to talk about the four types of personalities or the four personality types. I call this the core personality model, and they are commander, organizer, relator, and energizer. Before I jump into each one of these and explain what they are, let me tell you a real quick story that came from my book, 101 Advisor Solutions, a financial advisor's guide to strategies that educate, motivate, and inspire. If you haven't gotten the book, I'd say go out and get it. So in this story, I titled it Making the Advisor-Client Connection. I talk about the first time that I realized what personality-based selling was all about and how to apply it. So let's jump into the story. George is an 82-year-old retired business owner who loved to tell me rags-to-riches stories about when he was broke and became very wealthy. He had vivid memories that stretched way back to when he was penniless, even as a kid during the Great Depression. And it was in these troubled times that formed the foundation of his views on money, wealth, and the meaning of success. Now, he had managed to make his initial fortune in the construction business, creating single-family homes. And to save labor costs, what he would do is he'd spend hours working on the sites by himself. And eventually, he decided to, to make the homes <laughs> increase their curb appeal by putting down freshly sawed lawn. But the problem was he couldn't find anybody that was selling sod, so he created a sod company. And he made a fortune with that and got away from construction. At any rate, George loved to tell me how he succeeded. He delighted in telling me how much he was making and what his profit margins were with anything. Didn't matter if it was sawed or, or whatever it was, the next stock that he bought, he just wanted to win. Now, George had been a client of mine at the time for six years when I had the fortune of stumbling across a book that helped me to increase my awareness on personality types. And I was reading in this book, which had talked about the different personality types, and they were talking about the DISC personality profile. <laughs> As I read through these challenges and, uh, of each personality type, I became increasingly aware that some of these types fit some of my clients. And there on page 178 stood an 82-year-old ex-sod farmer, my client, George. It was him. It was his personality. This guy was a driver. This guy wanted to win. This guy was absolutely 100% confident that if he had somebody that was competent to help him, he would win at anything. And so at any rate, it couldn't have come at a better time because I walked in, into the office the next day, and there on my voicemail was George. See, i got to tell you the backstory of what happened. George had transferred in 150000 from a bank financial advisor who basically was blowing him off and not doing what he wanted. So we transferred it in, and George wanted me to make sure that he got the dividend check. But on the recording, he was angry because he didn't get the dividend check. He was down in Florida, and I was up in the Midwest in, in Milwaukee at the time, and he didn't get his dividend check. And so typically what I would do is I would call him backpedal, apologize, say I'll look into it and give you a call back. But I knew this time needed to be different. I knew this time I needed to have the results before I called George. 
So this is how the conversation went after I fixed the problem. Hi, George. Hey, this is Dan. Hey, I listened to your voicemail and uh, that message on the voicemail. And I personally had the cashier issue you a check from your money market account. I watched her put it in the outgoing mail. So you'll receive it shortly. I, I don't know how long it's going to take for it to go from Wisconsin down to Florida, but I also spoke to my assistant to make sure that she recoded your account that all dividend checks will automatically get sent out to you. Do you have any other questions or concerns about anything? And there was silence on the phone. And George said, no. And then George said, um, thanks. And I said, well, George, I do. I've got a couple of questions for you. And he said, what? And I said, how's the weather in Florida? And George's mood instantly changed because he promptly told me how warm he was and how cold I must be being in Wisconsin. And he was right. <laughs> so why did his mood improve? What was the simple change that changed the whole course of the, the conversation and the connection from previous times? Well, it was this. The previous times I would call him and have lack of results. And then I'd run around and try to get the results and then call him back. But this time was different. I called him with results. I hit his hot button. See, he was unhappy about not hitting results from me, not getting results. And by me calling him and saying, I understand there was a challenge. I took care of it. It's not going to happen again. We've got it set up automatically and we're good. Any other questions? He was fine. He connected. And so can you with clients like that. So... <laughs> Let's jump into the four personality types, the four core personality types that you need to learn to make that advisor-client connection. Understanding the core personality model. The core personality model is my interpretation of the DISC model work as it pertains to the financial services industry. See, my goal is not to turn financial advisors and insurance agents and wholesalers and so on into psychotherapists, but my goal is to help you to have a simple approach to identifying a prospect or a client's personality type so you can make a stronger connection. Hit their hot buttons and avoid their cold buttons. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about these four core, C-O-R-E, personality types. So let's get into the first one. The commander. The commander personality type is commanding in nature. <laughs> These individuals tend to be decisive, confident, demanding, sometimes <laughs> forceful, egocentric, strong-willed, driven, determined, ambitious, aggressive, pioneers. This is the type of person that you might think of as a drill sergeant. And oftentimes, this is the personality type that can be misinterpreted as cold or uncaring or driven and not caring at all about their people. See, typically, you'll find these people in a position where they are in a position of authority as a business owner or as an executive. And what's interesting about the commander is that they are driven by results. If they don't get results, they're going to move on. So the common characteristics that you have to remember are that they are a leader, they take charge, and they're decisive. And you're going to find these people in your book of clients. There might be a lot of these people in your book of clients. These are business owners. These are executives. These are people that want to make sure that they get the results that they want. And if you're not competent, 
they'll get rid of you. <laughs> so the commander is a results-driven person. Let's go on to the next one. The organizer. The organizer is an accuracy-driven person. Now, the organizer's personality style is intentional by nature. These individuals tend to stick to the rules. The regulations, the structure, they want regulations and structures and rules. And a lot of times, they are careful. They're cautious. They're neat. They're exact. They're diplomatic. They're accurate. They're tactful. And this is the type of person that you'll find as your CPA. In fact, you want your CPA to be an organizer because you want them to care about the details. <laughs> or an engineer because you want them to care about the details of the products that you're using. So it's important to realize that an organizer needs facts to make an accurate decision. If they don't have the facts, they're not going to do it. In fact, if they don't believe that you can give them the facts and the logic, instead of giving them emotions and no facts, they're gone. <laughs> they don't care because their common characteristics are analytical, methodical, and precise. So a lot of times what we find is that this type of person can be a difficult person to sit down with if you are not accuracy-driven. That's the antithesis of who they are. And I'll talk about that as a nemesis role in a little bit. But the accuracy-driven person is a great person to work with when you have a process for how you buy and sell, whether it's investments or insurance or whatever it is, because if they understand the process of how you're buying and selling or what you're putting them into, what the specifics are, then you'll have a client for life as long as you're accuracy-driven. Because remember, the organizer is accuracy-driven. So you want to make sure that you give them the details. The relator. The relator is feelings-driven. See, the relator's personality style is passive and caring in nature. These individuals tend to, to want to be understood, respected, work at a steady pace, have security, and, and sometimes they tend to be indecisive. What do you think would be a motto for the relator? And oftentimes, they might be considered calm, relaxed, patient, possessive, predictable, <laughs> stable, consistent, and the list goes on and on. Typically, this type of person is caring, and they have a position of caring, such as a teacher or a counselor. And it's important to remember that a relator is feelings-driven, and so they want to be understood and to show others that they understand them. So that's very important to the relator. <laughs> a common characteristic or characteristics of a relator are peacekeeper, kind, and supportive. And, you know, one way to kind of look at this is the commander that I talked about before, the commander is kind of the drill sergeant where the relator is that grandmother that was just sweet when you were a kid or your friend's grandmother, that little old lady that was just incredible or little old man that you just love to be around. So my point is, is that these two are polar opposites. They're, they're basically nemesis roles. <laughs> and we're going to talk about why opposites attract in the next podcast and how to connect with both of the client couple. But before we do that, we've got one more personality type to talk about. So let's jump into the last one. 
the Energizer. The Energizer is energy-driven. And if you can't tell, I've got a lot of Energizer in me. See, the Energizer personality style is energetic by nature. They just are. (laughs) These individuals tend to influence others through talking, activities, and they tend to be emotional sometimes, most of the time. And they are described as convincing, magnetic, political, enthusiastic, persuasive, warm, and trusting and optimistic. Typically, you'll find these people in a sales-related position because they're talking. (laughs) And it's important to realize that the energizer is energy-driven, so they need to have fun. If it's not fun, I'm not doing it, is the motto. You see, common energizer characteristics are high energy, persuasive, and enthusiastic. And again, if it's not fun, they're out. And if you throw out a lot of details or the polar opposite of the energizer, if you start speaking as an organizer to an energizer, they're done. They don't care. They want out. (laughs) My point is, is that the energizer is somebody that you want to connect with, with high energy. Now, each of us have a combination of all four personality types, but it's our ability to understand the dominant and the supportive personality type in ourselves and in in other people that really makes personality-based selling successful. Now that you understand core personality types and the core personality model, all you need to do now is to understand strategies for making that advisor-client connection. And that is what we're going to talk about next. Strategies for instantly making the advisor-client connection. So I told you that we'd cover three things in this podcast. First, the importance of personality-based selling so that you'd understand why people connect with certain personality types. Second, understanding the core personality model so that you understand the four personality types and you understand yourself a little bit better. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about strategies for instantly making the advisor-client connection so that you can understand and identify somebody's personality type when you first meet them and you know what hot buttons to hit and what cold buttons to avoid. Now, you can actually understand how to do this pretty quickly. And because you comprehend your own core personality type based on what we just talked about, it gets actually easier and easier the more you do it. See, making the advisor-client connection is really about building rapport by connecting with a prospect or a client's personality type. And it's important to note that they give you clues. They give you clues on what personality type they are, and they don't even know that they're doing it. Let me explain what I mean. They give you three types of clues, vocal personality style clues, visual personality style clues, and physical contact personality style clues. Let's jump into each one so you fully understand what they are and you're able to identify them. Vocal personality style clues. Oftentimes your first contact with a prospect is over the phone. When this happens, it's important for you to be able to identify their core personality type and make a a quick connection. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain something called voice matching, in which the prospect's pitch tone and pace is something that you pick up on and you match it. And this, remember what I said before, 
when I said, people tend to work with people they like, and people tend to like people that are like them. So if you instantly start to match their pitch, tone, and pace, they're going to feel connected because they feel like, I know this person, they're a lot like me. <laughs> so let's jump into the clues, the vocal personality style clues. And they really are three. They're vocal pitch clues, vocal tone clues, and vocal pace clues. So the best way to show you this is to show you one personality type and explain all three of these clues, these vocal personality style clues. Let's start with the commander. The commander accentuates specific words, and I'm doing it right now. I'm accentuating specific words, and their tone is typically direct, brash, blunt, and I'm doing it right now. And the commander also has a fast pace, which I'm doing right now, and they punctuate specific words. So I'm jumping into commander, which is a little bit different than the energizer that I'm going to show you in a little bit. That's the commander. So if you hear someone speak the way I'm speaking right now, they are a commander. Let's go to the polar opposite, the relator. Now, the relator has a limited range of pitch, gentle, and I'm dropping into relator right now. The relator is basically soft-spoken. That's their tone. And the relator, <laughs> the relator can always be spotted because of their pace. They are slow. They're slow, they're calm, and they're just soft-spoken. Now, let's jump into the organizer. The organizer is monotone. This is a tough one for me. The organizer has a monotone pitch. And typically, the organizer is articulate, precise with their tone. But they also have kind of a medium pace. It's not too fast and it's not too slow. And if you're finding that the organizer, you're speaking to someone and they have that medium pace, that articulate, precise pace about them and that pitch and that tone that I just described, chances are that is an organizer and you want to be very accurate, driven with them. And then there's their polar opposite, the energizer, full range of pitch. This is an easy one for me. The energizer is somebody who, well, their tone is friendly, excited. And that's kind of my natural go-to personality type because that's me. Fast-paced, expressive, loud. And a lot of times they have this roller coaster voice where it goes way up and way down. <laughs> and that is an energizer. So let's jump into the next clue, visual personality clues. Visual personality style clues. Knowing how to interpret visual personality style clues can be much easier than you'd think. And here's why. People give this away all the time. <laughs> I'm going to go through three or two, actually, two types of ways that they give out this visual personality clue. One is eye contact and the other is body language. Now picture this. So a commander, a commander is going to look you in the eye. The eye contact is laser-focused, confident, staring right at you. It's almost a little creepy at times because they're so intense. And the commander, their body language is, well, it's intense. It's frigid, uh, abrupt. They're just coming right at you like a drill sergeant. Now, let's switch into the relator, polar opposite. They're going to look at you with caring, warm eyes. But they might even do this. If you meet a person that is 
taking their eyes and they're darting around the room and then every once in a while looking at you and then darting across the room again with limited eye contact, they're probably a relator. And get this, if they're agreeable, constantly nodding their head, very polite, very calm, very approving with their body language, they are probably a relator. Now you couple that with the vocal personality clues and you're going to figure it out pretty quick, quickly anyway, who's a relator and who's not. Let's go to the organizer. Organizer, this is an interesting one when it comes to eye contact. The organizer will be skeptical and you could spot an organizer a mile away or maybe not that far because they're squinting a little bit. They're scrutinizing. They're thinking to themselves, hmm, do I really believe you? Is that right? Is that true? And their body language, well, could be called rigid, nervous, non-emotional. Now, Let's contrast that to the Energizer. This is super easy. The eye contact with the Energizer is wide-eyed, happy, expressive. And get this, their body language, it's a dead giveaway. When they're, they're moving their hands, they're gesturing all the time, they're smiling big, and, and they come up to shake your hand, and they swing their hand out really far to shake yours. They're an Energizer. So I think visual personality clues are the easiest to spot. And I'm sure you will, too. Now, here is the third clue, physical contact personality style clues. And here's what I mean. Typically, in any face-to-face meeting, you'll be greeted from the prospect or the client with a handshake. (laughs) This is a, a perfect time to observe what personality type they are based on their physical personality clues, their physical contact personality clues anyway. And it might seem obvious And it's not an exact science, but let me go over what it looks like, even with the handshake and all of it put together. So the commander, the commander is going to get up and their physical contact clue will be a firm handshake, strong handshake, concentrated eye contact, staring right at you. And you'll know right away that's a commander. Let's, Let's look at the polar opposite again, the relator. That handshake will be a kind of a limp handshake little or no eye contact. <laughs> Let's talk about the organizer. The organizer is going to have a quick, limited handshake and, and eye contact that, that seems kind of a little bit strange in the sense that they're scrutinizing. They're kind of sizing you up a little bit. Whereas, like I said before, that energizer is going to have that swinging handshake. It's going to swing way out before they shake your hand and the, the handshake is going to be <laughs> over aggressive in a, in a sense with a smile in their, on their face and a smile in their eyes. And now that you understand some of the, the vocal, physical, and visual clues to identify personality types, it's important for you to adjust your personality type to them. And that's part of what I'm going to talk about in our next podcast how to close the client couple. In fact, we're going to take this whole thing to the next level by, get this, we're going to talk about why opposites attract and how to connect with both of them to close the client couple. So once you master those things that we're going to talk about next week, the do's and don'ts, you'll be able to make that advisor-client connection even better. But what I wanted to do in this podcast was to help you to understand what personality-based selling is, and to help you to realize that you can master personality-based selling. In fact, once you have mastered the do's and don'ts of making the advisor-client connection, all that you really need to do now 
is to be able to speak their language. And that's actually pretty easy. And I'm going to show you how to do that in the next podcast. See, there's a specific verbal closing technique for each person. We're going to talk about that in the next podcast. But what I wanted to do is just introduce you to personality-based selling to help you to understand how to master personality-based selling, but first to understand what it is and why it's so important. And once you put it all together, you've mastered personality-based selling. Now, before we go, I, I want to tell you one last story. It's a story about an advisor who is struggling to close. And here's what I mean. Kimberly, that's not her name, was a financial advisor with 25 years of experience. She was in a bank setting, and she hadn't started in a bank setting, but eventually she became an advisor in a bank, and she was having a hard time closing people. She didn't have a good way of making that advisor-client connection. She had a strong personality, commander, and her, her secondary personality was energizer. I really liked her. And my point of this is, is that nobody had ever showed her personality-based selling. So she learned what personality-based selling was or is. And we worked on the four personality types. She understood those. We worked on vocal personality clues so she could be on the phone and pick up on those and hit their hot buttons and avoid their cold buttons. And she did that. And then we worked on the, the visual and the physical clues so that she could identify those in the first meeting. And she did that too. Then we worked on how to put it all together and actually how to close in their language. So if she was talking to a relator, she would say, are you comfortable moving ahead? <laughs> Versus a commander, can you see why this can actually help you get to retirement a lot faster than if you don't do it? Notice the pitch tone of pace between the two. My point is, is that her success went up. In fact, she had over a 90% close ratio. And eventually she said to me one day, it's so easy to connect with people that I almost feel guilty. And I said, well, you can feel any way you want to feel, but I mean, the reality is that you're making the advisor-client connection. And right now, you've mastered personality-based selling. So, if this is something you want to master, then let's talk. Reach out to me. Let's set up a time to talk about this and any other challenges that you're having in your business. Because I know that if we do, we will talk about tips, tools, techniques, strategies, and solutions that can help you have the kind of success that she had. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time.